0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic's lead at the top is cut to one solitary goal After Rangers put five past managerless hearts The Hoops did their bit with a 4-1 win in Dingwall But who will be fit for the cup final? And a good weekend for the likes of Motherwell and Aberdeen But the same cannot be said for Partick Thistle I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans Only six sleeps to go until you know what at Hamden But no one will nod off this midweek Not when Celtic and Rangers are separate by that single goal at the top of the league table Can Aberdeen avenge a five-goal filleting from Rangers last September when they meet them again at Petaudry on Wednesday? Uh, no Can Hamilton Ackies stun Celtic when they go to the east end of Glasgow on the same night? Uh, no And the question of the day for you, Alec Which will come first? Christmas Day or Hearts appointing a new manager? Yeah, I thought it was a brilliant weekend Gordon, you uh, had a comfortable wins for the old firm uh, Motherwell hit rock bottom St Johnson for four And he continues to impress Hibs throw away two points Kelly pick up an important point on the road And Thistle remain stone bottom mm. And uh, worrying times there for Ian McCall Huge week in Scottish football So let's hear from you 0141-951-1025 on the lines And on Twitter it's at Clyde SSB It is Monday, you two have some decisions to make Let me start with your result of the weekend, Hugh Keevans Well, I'm going to go for Annan Athletic 6 Division 2 League Leaders Cove Rangers won There were 16 points between the sides at the start of the day And Annan destroyed Paul Hartley's side yeah, I'm going for Dunfermline, Gordon Absolutely demolished Partick Thistle uh, And it gives them an opportunity Two points away for the players now Dunfermline, so good weekend for them Okay, good standard in front of goal this weekend What gets your nod as goal of the weekend? I am going for Jason Naismith And his goal for Hibs against Kilmarnock I've had a debate with Alex already <laughs> Over this matter He's blaming the Killy goalkeeper I like to live optimistically <laughs> I am giving the credit to the goal scorer Good move as well yeah, though Even before that well. point Yeah I'm happy with that Okay Alex you. I'm going for uh, Stephen Dobie's uh, Winner up at uh, Dundee Mall Club Having equalised In the 91st minute From kick off They shell it up the park He robs the centre half And he dinks The keeper With quality So 2-1-1 Three points in the bag Thank you very much Okay and I'm afraid to say That you're spoiled for choice On this one this weekend We're looking oh. for your Howler of the weekend And of course that can be A goalkeeping error A sitter in front of goal A refereeing mistake You're allowed to apply A bit of artistic licence To this one oh. I'm going straight For the Hearts goalkeeper mm. Joel Pereira I thought you might For the fifth goal Conceded against Rangers Yesterday I always say he couldn't keep pigeons out of a loft. I add to that he couldn't keep wins out of a close either. You were better with Billy Joel. Just a fifth. I had him culpable for a few. But anyway, I'm going for the Hibs goalkeeper. Oh, the goalies Shugs, are getting it in the neck. Shugs old pal. Uh, Dodge out jumped oh, on by oh. a country mile. Didn't go off the ground. Brunescu. And Brunescu. Mm. 
Had a howler Okay the goalies are getting it tight tonight On the howler 01419511025 For you to join us We'd love to hear from you I'm sure you've all got a few thoughts On your mind As we enter this week of all weeks Because as Hugh Keevan says Not only do we have that Rangers Celtic Cup final on Sunday We've got a full fixture card Before then as well And all the complications That that could bring So don't hang about Get your calls in Or send us a tweet At Clyde SSB Let's kick off by hearing from Stephen Gerrard He says he won't let his players take their foot off the gas As they enter an important winter schedule He was urging them to keep scoring yesterday And he thought they got better as the game went on Very pleased, especially on the back of the efforts we had to give in midweek Very strong home win But we played okay in the first half Obviously had a, a nice 2-0 lead But still felt we could turn the heat up a little bit And um, you know, I thought our second half performance was probably slightly better but I like the hunger uh, and the intensity in the second half and people wanting to get more goals so yeah very positive display by the boys um, especially on the back of midweek we want to win by the biggest margin we can probably in the players eyes I'm a bit of a moaner like that uh, I think some of them maybe want to come off the gas and, and, and relax at three and four but not for me I just want to continue to uh, keep doing the right things and we're not at a level or we're not a team yet where we can just pick and choose when we can stay on the gas so for me it needs to be consistent across the board forget the scoreline and, and, and play with the correct intensity and try and score as many as we can I can't complain you know 5-0 at home on the back of a European night that we had to really push and and uh, give a lot to that game so I think I'd have some cheek to go in there and complain about the amount of goals but Credit to the players It's another box ticked And now we um, recover now And go up to Aberdeen Which will be a, a tough game for us Rangers fans What did you make of it yesterday? How do you look ahead to Aberdeen? And what about that cup final? How many places are still up for grabs In Stephen Gerrard's side? Because we saw some other players Coming in yesterday Did they do enough? Who's still up for grabs For that cup final? 01419511025 Let's hear from you right now Alex, you were there Yep Assess it for us yeah, I thought it was uh, very comfortable uh, I agree with Stephen Gerrard uh, They were an easy streak, Gordon And in the second half I think when I look back over some of the games that I have attended this season They could have been more ruthless And they, we often say this in the show Shoe, myself and Big Beats That when it gets to three or four They tend to take the foot off the pedal oh. I just feel as if there's more and more But I think you have to give them a little bit of slack Having travelled back from Feyenoord as well So it was a very comprehensive win And in saying that I thought Hearts I was I was going to give Hearts My howl of the weekend I thought they were tepid They lacked character And they really need to make An appointment real soon Because they're in danger of The seizing Peter and out for them I, I said yesterday in the programme I fancied Rangers to win 4-0 uh, Got to 5 of course And when I look back at the highlights I'm amazed they didn't get more yeah. the, the Hearts are shocking Christoph Berra Vastly experienced And a good servant to Hearts But he was shocking And so was the goalkeeper Rangers Will regret not scoring more goals And I'm with Stephen Gerrard on this one Score As many as you can As early as you can Stick them all in your back pocket In case goal difference Does become uh, An issue at the end of the season It's never too early to score enough goals yeah, I just thought when you look at the way Hearts played, Gordon, I was seeing you guys prior to it, that they were playing a very high line. Uh, and when you've got guys like Christoph Berra who are at the end of their career, they cannot recover. They were trying to press up and, and they get picked off time after time. And I hear Austin McPhee saying that these won't decide, you know, the last couple of results won't decide his managerial career at Hearts. For me, it will. He is losing uh, the, the vote of any optimism within that board because, you know, you see them losing three at Kelly, five at Ibrooks. Uh, tough times there uh, We'll look at Hart's Situation a bit later on But from a Rangers Perspective Alex How do you How do you 
Think of something new to ask about Alfredo Morelos Every oh. single Monday on the show this season We've had to ask about him because he just keeps contributing You can run us through the stats Take the heat off me, on you go Yeah, I think he's on uh, 26 goals, Hugh In all competitions yeah. when you count, consider his international But it's his all-round game And I think what you're seeing more now is When he's coming short You're getting runners going in behind They have a particular style of play as, as a team They have a, a very large number of bodies centrally Frees up the, the full-backs to bomb forward and and that people often say about Tavernier and things The amount of times that he gets forward And Barisic is actually going And showing people what he can do And with the service Gordon Because the service is so important to guys like Morelos Particularly when you're playing with one up front You need to get the balls pinpoint Bar- uh, Barisic's first ball was absolutely sensational And you talk about a, a striker who wants to score goals He absolutely leaps And he wants it more than young Hickey uh, and he just outpowers him But he could have had a couple more as well Gordon uh, But Every time I look at this guy I think there's goals oh. Goals Goals And is that 10 and 10 I think he's got now It's you a know, remarkable return We tallied it up yesterday And His record Is only bettered by Marco Negri At Rangers Who had 29 I think By by uh, This Time of year Fascinating To see Morelos Up against His old Adversary Scott McKenna at Petaudry on Wednesday night That will be a battle royal mm. uh, Let's speak to John He's first caller on tonight 0141 What about this man Morelos John? Hugh You just summed up Scott McKenna Right I fear for Morelos on Wednesday night Because I've seen it with some of the tackles I mean better yesterday as well He was getting knocked about a few times And had to pick himself up But Wednesday night with McKenna The reputation precedes it Know what I mean And I fear for him well, I fear he'll not get protected either Because he's outstanding in the moment You can't touch him Well to be fair To, to Scott McKenna uh, Alfredo Morelos has had his moments Against Scott McKenna As well uh, You know there's, there's the, the, the Give no quarter They ask for no quarter The two of them go at it Like two Seasoned professionals uh, But Scott McKenna's got his work cut out Stopping Morelos the goal scorer uh, He doesn't have time for any nonsense And Morelos has gathered this reputation so far this season Of having cleaned up his act in terms of his discipline So he's got no room for nonsense either This will just be a top class clash Between Scotland's international centre half And a South American who grows in strength Month to month This is all more relevant John Because there's a big cup final On Sunday But I guess from your perspective Such as the nature of a trip to Pataudry There's absolutely no doubt Morelos plays the game doesn't he And that's that's the challenge this week Of trying to get your strongest team out twice And, and hope everyone comes through it unscathed And that is a, that is a challenge I mean we, We've got Don't get me wrong We've got a couple of changes in, For Wednesday as well I think Greg Stewart Deserves a wee start On Wednesday because any time he's come on, he's been outstanding. But what I was saying, see McKenna. McKenna started this half a ball. You start with, and I've watched him. I've been up here a few times and I watched him. I must have time, spend more time playing football than that. You know what I mean? Hit people half a ball and have their wee digs. And Morelos isn't perfect, but he's been outstanding. No, I mean, by the Hamilton game, he's working staying apart. If he'd caught that guy. No, I mean, because he did have a last out of the Hamilton game. Again, I have to and be fair. fear. I have to be. Again I have to be fair to Scott McKenna He's, oh, he's, he's done nothing against Alfredo Morelos That any other centre half uh, Wouldn't do against Morelos And Morelos has also 
uh, had previous where Scott McKenna's concerned. Well, let's not worry specifically about Scott McKenna then, because you don't want to be unfair with the accusations, but it's just a general concern, Alex. If you're six days away from a cup final, you hope your best players stay fit, but you've got a game in the middle. And that's just the reality for Rangers Because yeah. of the type of fixture it is as well on yeah, Wednesday Yeah absolutely I think it's probably the hardest fixture for Rangers Out with uh, going to Parkhead uh, They always raise their game when you go up to Petordi The hostility The Aberdeen public demand uh, I think it was 5-0 down at Ibrox They'll be looking for retribution But going back to that actual point That the column makes there in terms of uh, Centre half trying to rail up Alfredo Morelos I, I've been with various players today Gordon in terms of from Rangers and Celtic persuasions of all different the last 20, 30 years and every one of them say you're always trying to wind up your opponent yeah. you're always trying whether it's verbals whether it's a little smack off the ball it's the way the game is played the only, time, the, the only board. time you notice it is when the guy bites and reacts Absolutely. and that, that's why it becomes a, an yeah. issue that's why we saw it last season but we haven't seen it this season uh, it's I, probably I, not that defenders have changed it's no, that Alfredo, Morelos isn't reacting yeah it, has, it hasn't got involved with it i seen uh, at the earlier exchanges of this season I think Kip Broadfoot Gave him a little couple of dunts off the ball, didn't react, and I thought, okay, that's the first little signs this was earlier on in, in this mm. campaign. And then you you see it uh, better. It's, he wants to get close to him better, and he wants to lay one on him because he can't chase him because he doesn't have the pace anymore. It's just the way centre halves are yeah. because they're looking for a reaction. Alfredo Morelos has been impeccable this year so far. He had a little half hearted kick at Hamilton, which could have cost him, but in the main, I think his, his discipline's been excellent Thanks to John for getting us up and running tonight on the line What about Stephen Gerrard talking about this reported interest in Glenn Kamara from Juventus of all people yeah. Stephen Gerrard says he's not aware of it um, He says he wouldn't be surprised though to see top clubs eyeing up the midfielder uh, But he does think reports linking him to the Italian champions are a bit tenuous at the moment We haven't heard nothing from Juventus So I think it's another made up story um, there's a lot going around at the moment about quite a few of me players, but there's no truth in it. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me if there's top clubs looking at Glenn. Again, he was outstanding. Um, lovely to watch, um, especially being a midfielder myself. I really admire his body work and his shape, receive the ball, the way he moves it. Very clever footballer. So it wouldn't surprise me if top clubs are monitoring him, but there's no truth in Juventus. Let's speak to James, a Rangers fan from Moffat. Hi, James. Hi, how you doing? Good, thanks, James. What did you take away from yesterday? What's your point to the panel? Yeah, my point is just um, wondering why Katic isn't really getting a game. Um, I know Holander's doing okay, but he's, I find he's quite slow. You know, if you get caught in the counter attack, he's quite slow getting back. I'm just kind of seeing what you guys think about Katic getting back in. I'll, I'll be honest, James, I didn't expect it after yeah. a 5-0 victory, but every question is valid yeah. on you go, Alex. Yeah, I think uh, Stephen Gerrard has gone with the current back four. Uh, for a while now They look to be uh, Relatively solid I, I take James's point In terms of he's, he's You know He does look at times Whether he's not Blistering pace But he always seems to get there I was looking at the Goals against chart uh, Earlier on today And it's the same I think it's 8 conceded For Celtic And Rangers So It's not as if they're, You know they're, they're making Massive mistakes I can't see Steven Gerrard Changing this anytime soon I think they like Katic because they've offered him a new contract. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's signed it so forth. But the actual the reality is there's four good centre-halves here. Steven Gerrard's played this back four for numerous weeks now. And it's Holander and Golson are the main two pairings as it currently stands at the moment. I can't see it changing anytime soon. James, I think it's the last six domestic games Rangers have played that they've conceded once. I know that maybe is a simple way of looking at it, but does that not suggest that the balance at the back is okay at the moment? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the balance is good. But, I mean, a couple of times we have been caught. I mean, especially the goal where Holanda kind of tripped over his own feet. I mean, I'm not going to slate him too much, but I just think Cassidy should kind of get a, I mean, kind of step ahead. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, listen, that is fair, Alex, because you, it's not all about the goals column. You're allowed to look at individual yep. moments within games, and Holander did get sort of turned inside out on, yeah. on that occasion. I don't know, is, is that enough, though, to justify a, a change? I wouldn't suggest when you look at him playing him again, what, three or four days afterwards, uh, Thursday to Sunday. So, three days after he played him again, and when you. Highlight the one goal in six games, Gordon That was domestic to be fair yeah, I wasn't no, including just, those I, yeah. I know, I'm just giving an example And uh, if the, I actually think Golson and Holanda Could have done better for that European goal But Last could, five, sorry, just yeah, to be clear So the, in the main, I think Holanda's did very well I think it's took him time to get up to speed as well Because he came in rather late uh, But as I said, I think there's four guys there uh, Edmondson still in the, the forefront as well he, He'll be looking to try some game time But whilst these guys are defending the way they are And they're not conceding a lot I can't see it changing anytime soon I think continuity is a great thing If you've got a back four Who in the last seven and a half hours of domestic football Have conceded just one goal Then my answer to why is Katic not playing is What's your problem? How are you feeling about this week as a whole, James? Those footballers, those managers always talk one game at a time. That's that's of absolutely no interest to us. We can look at the bigger picture. How are you feeling about this week as a whole from a Rangers fan's point of view? I'm feeling quite confident this week. I mean, I read about Derek McKinnis saying that Aberdeen are stepping their game up. I can't really see it for, for Wednesday night. Um, I'm quite confident to get the job done on Sunday. Uh, just not a point, just um, when Morello's banging the goals the way he is, where can you see his value going? Oh, there's that question, Hugh. Oh, yeah. We've been here before. We'll be here again. Good luck answering it. No, there is no answer that can be given because how can any of us put a specific transfer fee on Alfredo Morelos's head? He is worth what somebody is willing to put down in front of Dave King, uh, and then leave the chairman and the other members of the board with a decision to make. But no one can. Specifically say he is worth X million James and Moffat Thank you very much for the call We'll leave that one there 01419511025 Let's hear from you We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB And we're going to hear from Neil Lennon next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve When you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We were looking back before the travel to the Rangers victory against Hearts yesterday. One of the callers questioned the Rangers' defences, so it was clearly a straightforward day yesterday, though. Um, but he's got some support on Twitter. Scott tweeted in to say, Gordon, you mentioned Rangers one goal conceded in five games uh, domestically, but with respect, that's the level. Is the level of opponent a factor? Our defence are hesitant and slow, and I'm afraid we'll be found out versus a quick front line. Mm, Tough crowd Tough yeah, crowd well, after a 5-0 win Hugh Keevans But they're yeah. always striving for improvement There's no problem with that 0141 951 What about you Celtic fans? What did you make of that yesterday? What about the week coming up for you? It was a 4-1 victory in the Highlands Ryan Christie scored twice Created one Mikey Johnson came back And scored quite a lot to mull over Here's what Neil Lennon had to say Neil, your thoughts on that victory? I'm delighted You know, it's a really strong performance And um yeah, we really good control of the game for long periods and we looked a threat. Started off really well. You know, we've hit the woodwork twice on top of scoring four goals as well. So, yeah, it's a very powerful performance from us today again. Ryan Christie with a double, but pleasing to see the others adding to the goals as well. 
yeah, delighted for Tom. You know, he's worked hard at his conditioning and, you know, he's, we know he's got a goal in him and a bit of creativity. Ryan's second goal was a thing of beauty, you know, and his composure to finish it. And then Mickey, you know, comes off the bench and, you know, if we can keep him fit, you know, what an asset he's going to be for us as well. Do you think you should have had a, another penalty in the second half, Scott Brown? I need to see it again. You know, Brown, he, he wasn't happy with it. He felt he got an elbow um, to the head, so... I don't know, I'll review it, you know, but possibly. I thought it was a penalty, I have to say. Uh, if you commit that kind of uh, foul, anybody else in the park, you would get a free kick. Uh, so if you commit it inside the box, it's a penalty kick. But uh, Celtic did very well. Uh, talk about impact sub. Mikey Johnson comes on against Wren, scores a terrific goal. Comes on yesterday and within seconds he scored another terrific goal. Christie is the top man for Celtic this season so far uh, and it was a very, very good performance all round. Uh, Christie's layoff for Tom Rogic, you know, he scored two, made one. Uh, so they, I think, banging the goal difference drum once again, should be looking to take a, a few off Hamilton Aki's midweek. Um, I, I, I don't think that Celtic should be tempted to Rest players are still a league to be won And this is one of many games to be played in December You just have to go on with it It's congested, it's unfair on all But they have a chance to get a few goals against Hamilton midweek Let's see what Ken and Canvas Lang made of it Hi Ken Hi, how you doing guys? It was only the highlights I actually got to see the Celtic game yesterday So I enjoyed the result Wasn't too, wasn't too happy with the result in the Hearts game mind you But I'm happy and Celtic are still in the got their boots on. Uh, I was actually phoning up with about like, Lee Griffiths because uh, I found myself actually agreeing with something that Chris Boyd said yesterday that is that Lee Griffiths to get uh, will probably have to leave Celtic especially if he wants to be in the Scotland squad for the playoffs and the Euros when we get there because I'm sure we will get there because <laughs> we ought to Edward in front of him Bayo come back They'll look, they'll look to buy a, a striker in the summer. Although, do they really need to buy a striker? I mean, could they not um, change Lewis Morgan's position? Because you showed in the end game that he can play as a striker. Uh, I was wondering what you thought about that. For me, Lewis Morgan knew he, he did well against Wren, but uh, it, for me, it's square pegs and round holes. I don't think uh, an out-and-out striker is his position. I do think Celtic have to get uh, a striker in during the January window. And with regard to Lee, uh, everyone wishes him the very best as he returns from personal issues. But I think he's still got a fair way to go before you could say that he's up to speed. He's being introduced gingerly by Neil Lennon and that is the correct way to go about it. Right, hang on the line, Ken, because this all... Can be viewed through the lens of this cup final Because the the reason that Lee Griffith's fitness And readiness to play Is really under the spotlight Is because we're not quite sure if Odson Edward is, is going to make the cup final And if he doesn't Is it Lee Griffiths? Is it someone else? Is it Lewis Morgan? Let's find out what Neil Lennon had to say He was asked about the injuries And if there was any update on Odson Edward No, just day by day We'll see how he is tomorrow um, He's out He'll be out running He was out running today And you know, I think he's come through that okay. So, like I said, it's day by day. Moy, um, again, he should be hopefully training Wednesday, Thursday. So he's got a good chance of making it. Um, Bolly, we're not sure on yet. He might be a doubt. You know, Johnny Hayes should be should be fine. 
I'm hoping Orson will be okay as well Alex this is what Cup final fever Will do yeah. to you Because there's a pretty, That's a pretty simple Statement from Neil Lennon We're just taking it Day by day I hope we'll be fine But I've seen so many Different interpretations I've seen people yeah. saying There's no doubt about it 100% It's mind games He'll be there He'll run out of Hamden On Sunday uh, No problem You're getting all Different types of Analysis saying Well you know If he isn't going to make it Why has Lee Griffiths Not been given more game time Because he's surely The most likely To go and replace him And all the rest of it I don't know if anyone knows For sure Other than yeah. Neil Lennon The Celtic physio And Odds and Edward I think we would be speculating Gordon You could read between the lines If he's back running now uh, It depends if there's any pain uh, Threshold he's, he's struggling in any way If there's any reaction to that Are they stepping it up So these are the things That the medical team uh, Tim Williams The, the physio there Will know that question And uh, He's also saying That it looks like um, Johnny Hayes uh, Will make it as well Hugh Because for me That's also another position I think Edward's a number one You need to get him yeah. on the pitch yeah. Because I don't think Lee Griffiths Is anywhere near it Because no. it was he played 10 minutes against uh, Rennes And 30 minutes or so It's so 40 minutes uh, In the last couple of games However uh, The left back berth Because it looks as if Bolingoli's out Hugh uh-huh. Johnny Hayes is the natural stand-in and, If he and makes it though Because he's struggling was, as well uh, Absolutely Because he's obviously missed The last few weeks as well And then you The other boy is uh, think well, Taylor's cup-tied, cup-tied yeah. I, don't, I don't think Neil Lennon's trying Double bluff here I believe Neil Lennon genuinely Doesn't know If Watson Edward Will make it or not If that's and, if that's the case then Hugh Sorry Are you Would you be of a mind So say it gets to Wednesday Celtic play Hamilton Ackies And Neil Lennon still isn't sure Because you wouldn't be He's got a couple of days to go If you're still not sure Come Wednesday Uh That Odson Edward's going to make Sunday Do you play Lee Griffiths on Wednesday Because you need to get him up to speed No I don't think he's uh, He's he's not even ready to start Against Hamilton Ackies No Never mind Rangers I think we can get back to the point that the, the column makes there, Ken, in terms of uh, young Lewis Morgan. I worked with Lewis, and I think he's terrific coming off the sides. I think you can get away, particularly at home, i.e., a Hamilton in a couple of days. I think you could play him because it'll be wave after wave after wave of attack, and I think you can get away. I think when you're going into a cup final, I don't think Lewis Morgan would be a viable option as a number nine against. I agree. It. Uh, right, Ken, what are you? What's your gut telling you at the moment about? Odson Edward, are you are you fearing the worst? Do you expect him to make Sunday? And what about those fullback positions as well? Well, I mean, I'm hoping that Edward can make it. Um, even if he is fit enough, I don't think he will start against Hamilton just in case he gets injured again. And if he is fit enough, they'll keep him back. I mean, it's not like he's been out for months. You know, like Lee Griffiths. Um, I mean, I know Lee's had a lot of uh, problems and um, wish him all the best and hope everything he gets back to soon enough. But even if, uh, you know, Neil Lennon was saying that Edwards he's out running so he's, he's in training even if he's fit enough I still don't think he'll play on Wednesday against Hamilton anyway so I think he probably will be Morgan that starts but in the, in the left back I think Greg Taylor I think he's been an, uh, a very apt substitute I don't think that him being there would cause any problems in the final I can't so, play Ken he's cup tied that's the problem is he? Yeah, oh, that. No, that, that's, the, that's the thing yeah, because yeah. I don't, no, no one would argue with that Greg Taylor's Came in the last few games And you know, done quite well I know that um, Johnny Hayes Came on at uh, Ibrooks And played exceptionally well And ended up scoring The winning goal But He is still Another square peg In a round hole He's not A fullback That is not his Trade But He'll Go in there Because he'll have to go in there And he will give his all Because he always does And he Makes a real job of being uh, an impromptu 
fullback, but he's not a natural fullback. I, I think I sorry, Gordon. I actually think that Neil Lennon had him ahead of uh, Stuart a couple of weeks ago when it came to picking him. Hugh, he put uh, Johnny Hayes on in front of. Mm-hmm. Taylor so you know That's He true. obviously yeah, fancies yeah. him within that position Even though uh-huh. I take your point on board He's he's not an actual left back What about Ryan Christie at the moment Alex Phenomenal. Yesterday his two goals takes him to 16. A total which is the highest he's ever had in a season It's the 2nd of December So that puts into yeah. context Just how impressive he's been But then it's not even only about the goals is it Because Hugh mentions the, the deft flick. little touch For Tom Rogic How do you sum up his importance? Um but we obviously gave uh, James Forrest plenty of credit over the last couple of years because he has contributed. But when you see the, the emergence, I, I go back to the point I made earlier on in the season when uh, I got some information saying he was battering the weights in the summer. You can clearly see the physical side of things has improved mm-hmm. and he's got that power now. He's driving past people. The one thing I love about Christie is, you know, you get players who shoot from anywhere, any angle. Uh, the free kick the other day when he hit the, the post mm-hmm. when everybody's expecting to get crossed into the box, you... He actually has a brilliant mm. eye for goal and you know, 16 The thing about now. that is though as well You don't do that when you're a bit part player do you? You do that when you're the main man And you're confident And you you believe that everything Everything's you hit Is going to come close And and if you've got 16 goals so far Gordon uh, In the, the beginning of December If you've not got confidence now You'll never have that So I look at this guy It's a guy who's playing in front foot He's a big game player as well You know we see him scoring important goals And you know he will be a key player uh, In this cup final you, you look at this guy's mentality you know, he would have known a year ago that people were talking about his time being up at Celtic and they'd be moved on. Uh, you know, he'd already had the loan spell at Aberdeen. And then he comes on uh, against Hearts in a cup tie and he changes the whole complexion of the game. And then you also think back to that horrific facial injury that uh, he had, yeah, Ryan year. Christie. He has the heart of a lion and. Uh, he is at the moment the top man for Celtic and has been since the start of the season. Do you go along with that, Ken? Is he the standout at the moment? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, as you said, I mean, coming back from that facial injury the way that that happened, I still cringe when I think about it. You know, I mean, hopefully you'll get Player of the Year. I think he's up there, Paul, isn't he? Well, you know, we're fourteen league games into it, Ken. Uh, we've still got the first cup final to come. It is the second of December. Uh, he's a he is an early contender. contender And there are others who are early contenders And the, the the word early is the most important one And would this be the earliest that we've ever had this discussion? No, no I, think so. I, I actually think there was people saying maybe about 7-8 games ago That he is a contender for uh, No, no, no but, but you get a crucial There's a crucial um, tipping point Because in the first couple of weeks You're asked to tip your player of the year I.e. like a prediction Aye. But we're now actually basing it on something and, and saying yeah, I think that. I think it's December. Yeah. No, still about uh, football. We played. Paul Wilkie is on Twitter at Clyde SSB. He says Edward Elunusi and Hayes definitely will play on Sunday. Oh. To Paul. He how, says, how does he know that? Please respond. Know. How do you know that? Well, it's just confident. Lennon's protecting his strikers. The Celtic team for the cup final picks itself. Says Paul. No, it uh, right. If we can just move away from the football, well, this football for just a second to tell mm. you about this because oh. this is extremely important. And I think you're going to like it We have an unbelievable prize for you to win And in the process 
you get to make a difference to children living in Glasgow and the West at the same time. I mean, the, the ultimate win-win situation. We're giving you and a friend the chance to win a VIP experience to head to the FA Cup final at Wembley in May wow. next year. Listen to this for an itinerary, Hugh. Yeah. On the Friday, you kickstart your day with a champagne breakfast at 29 mm, in that'll, Glasgow. That'll do me, fine. You will then fly to London, two nights accommodation, a five-star hotel in London's West End Two tickets to the cup final at Wembley on the Saturday And the return flights to Glasgow on the Sunday Wow What a weekend that will be Now for your chance to win the road to Wembley all you, This is the crucial part All you need to do is text the word FINAL To 84901 Before quarter to six on Saturday So that's text the word FINAL To 84901 Before quarter to six on Saturday The text costs your standard network rate Plus a voluntary £5 donation Every single penny of it goes to Cash for Kids to support disadvantaged children right here on our doorstep. So Brilliant. it's the ultimate win-win. Give a fiver to a good cause and you could be going for that weekend down in London. So like I say, lines close quarter to six on Saturday. For full details, plus the T's and C's, go to Clyde1.com. Uh, we'll pick a winner on Saturday's show. We're also doing our annual sports auction to try and bid for some money. Can't buy prizes as well. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Alex Ray and Hugh Evans here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh spent the full break scrambling for the Nokia to try and text in to win that incredible uh, Cash for Kids prize, the road to Wembley. You are not able uh, to oh. take part, unfortunately, so you can stick the Nokia back where it came from. 01419511. I'm glad you finished the sentence that way. 1025 on the phones. Uh, Twitter is at ClydeSSB. Doing a number of things tonight, reacting to the weekend's biggest talking points, and of course, building up to a huge week. You can't Fully going cup final overdrive, Hugh, because we've got that full fixture card on Wednesday. And Alex described Rangers' trip to Pataudry as the toughest fixture other than going to Celtic Park. And it's easy to see why. They're supposedly the, you know, the kind of third best team. Well, Kilmarnock made that, that yeah. claim last season. Uh, but the third best side traditionally in the last few years, and um, it's on their home patch. Theoretically, the hardest game you can get outside of Celtic. I say theoretically because Celtic went up there and wiped the floor with Aberdeen. The game was over by half-time. I'm not saying that's what will happen on Wednesday, but I do not believe that the fixture with Aberdeen is what it once was. Rangers have already taken five of them, albeit at Ibrooks, albeit on a day when Derek McInnes said he felt humiliated by Aberdeen's performance. But... I think we are thinking historically instead of realistically about Wednesday. I think Rangers start that game firm favourites. Mm, okay. Uh, let's go straight back to the phone lines and speak to John, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Hi, John. Hi. Hi, Gordon. Hi. And by the way, Hugh, happy birthday. Belated. Every time I'm on, I keep forgetting to tell you happy birthday, Good mate. man, John. Thank you. I think we're nearly past the acceptable <laughs> birthday period. Though. It was three weeks ago. But you're the last one, John. You're the last one that's getting away with it. I know. I won't. I won't be. <laughs> no, Gordon, June, Ali. But obviously, I've been on here and I've always been a big fan of Christie, as you always know, right? But on Sunday, I mean, Big Rogic is a big game player and he always does well against Rangers. So, do you think Neil will play Rogic if there's, a bit, if there's any doubt about El Yunusi? Because I think he's got to play Rogic if there's any slight doubt about El Yunusi. Or so you mean play Rogic yes. and Christie, like they did yesterday? Aye, Rogic and Christie, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. I, I think you make a very valid point there, John. I think when you look, uh, Christie will then come off the wings. Rogic will play in the, the number 10 role. 
Uh, and as you say, he's a big game player. Uh, he praised him up after the game, saying he's starting more and more fitter, contributing a goal as well. And uh, he, he has shown up time after time in the big games, Rogic. So I wouldn't surprise me in the slightest, depending on the availabilities of Edward. Yeah, because I don't get the impression that El Yanusi is going to be ready for this either. But he's going to start training later this week. Yeah, well, uh, I, I think that. Does that Neil, not suit your argument? No, no, I think Neil <laughs> Lennon sounded. He sounded downbeat to me on the subject of player fitness yesterday. I don't, I don't think he believes that Edward or El Yanusi will play. Uh, so That's what, quite the analysis. What John is suggesting uh, may very well come true. Um, is no one giving Mikey Johnson a chance of starting this game? Possibly. Well, yes, yeah, a very good shout. You, you, as, as the out and out striker, perhaps. No, I mean even even from the left. No, not from the left hand side. You, I think that was a position where it will favour him better. Uh, it, we, if you remember last year, he played up there in the old firm game and got lost. Uh, uh-huh. I think he's got six goals in twelve games, uh, three in his last four. Mikey Johnson, and I think that's another boost for Neil Lennon in terms of you know coming into. Uh, about a form at the right time He's young So I think he'll be already up to speed fitness wise So that may well be an option also What do you think John? Because I know El Yunusi comes with the reputation And the price tag And by the way he's backed up in a lot of games he's, he's scored a lot of goals But if you look at the way Mikey Johnson started the season And the way he's come back off the bench Is he really that far behind El Yunusi In the claim to be number one in that area? No not, not at all But as Alex said there and Last year I don't think he can play I wouldn't go play him as a number 9 I wouldn't play him as a centre forward But I've got a sneaky feeling Edward will play in Sunday I think he'll play So I do I think he's uh, obviously No disrespect to Hamilton But I mean We can leave him out against Hamilton And I would, I would, fly, I would, I would fling uh, Griffiths in Quite I mean as Alex said there Rogic is starting to get back to fitness now So it's time to put Griffiths in as well Against Hamilton just in, on the, the need, in case we need him on Sunday, you know what I mean? I, I don't think... Three or four one on Sunday. I, I, oh, wow. Uh, I don't oh. think that Griffiths is, uh, is ready to start a match and not ready to last 90 minutes. Well, those are different things though, aren't they? If you've yeah. been fit enough to be on the bench, what will that be? Twice? Three Twice. times in a row? Yeah. Three times in a row yeah. Come off the bench Three times in a row uh-huh. Surely you're ready To start the fourth game At home to Hamilton And come off after an hour If you well, have to I mean We're all here With individual opinions I don't think he is ready To start a match So how many Substitute appearances Does it take Before you Are fit enough to start Because he came on Against Livingston Did He, he came on against Wren did he Is that right Yes he came on against Wren uh, well, And yeah. he came on In Dingwall Yeah. So how, how many minutes yesterday? How many yeah, more? But during those minutes on the park, has he at any stage looked like the old Lee Griffith? That and, doesn't mean he's not fit enough to start a game. That's, though. that's not a criticism of him because the length of time he's been out, it will take mm-hmm. him some time to get up to speed. And I do not think he's ready. In my humble mm-hmm. opinion. I don't think he's ready to start a match And certainly not a cup final Is it not the case Well, we, yeah, but John's talking about Wednesday Not the cup final Is it not the case though That he is quite simply Never going to look like the old Lee Griffiths Until such time as he starts football he matches Well it, it will take a period of time For him And now is too early in his uh, Rehabilitation to, to look like the old Lee Griffiths It's simply too early He's going to re- It'll take him into 2020 To hopefully Look like the old Lee Griffiths John and Coatbridge Thank you very much for the call It's 01419511025 A bit of a news story coming out today Hugh um, Breaking this afternoon That's the Rangers have been hit with a UEFA charge After flares were set off in the away end During Thursday's match with Feyenoord 
The punishment hasn't been decided yet But we've been over this before many uh-huh. times We were talking about Celtic just a few days ago So the, the precedent suggests it's likely to be a fine A relatively small fine Nevertheless, Rangers aren't particularly impressed about it And they're going to try and obviously prevent it happening again in the future Well the pyromaniacs are a pain in the neck Whether they're Rangers pyromaniacs or Celtics pyromaniacs uh, And they are endangering Fellow supporters around about them Celtic and Rangers are trying to take a stance here uh, With the anti-social Rangers have today banned two supporters for an offensive I think they're banner. looking to I don't think it's got that far yet Well, they're, they're taking action And Rangers and Celtic are trying to no, I might to... be wrong on that by the way Don't So forgive yeah, me for I, interrupting I, I thought they had banned them But you, you check it uh, But Rangers and Celtic are taking a stance And it's a proper stance to take because they are anti-social elements The teams are terrific The race for the title is terrific Steven Gerrard and Neil Lennon are doing marvellous work with both of them There's so much entertainment Europe is another place where both Celtic and Rangers are playing with terrific style And yet In the closing days of 2019 We're still hampered by Pyromaniacs and sectarian singing Well this is about Flares and flares only Um, UEFA's zero tolerance Approach to this Alex The strict liability Well it clearly Clearly doesn't work Because you're not going to Change fans Minds on it Because Celtic are a Perfect example of I mean fines so many times What was it Peter Peter Lawless Was it £500,000 Or something Peter Lawless I think he said Um, So the, The there's no real. It doesn't seem like there's an appetite for change amongst some fans, and in fact, if you look ac- across Europe as well, whether you like it or not, and that's the key yeah. part, whether you like it or not, there is an appetite for pyrotechnics at football matches. Of course, that's a problem at the moment if it's a UEFA competition because they simply don't allow it. So, do you ever really see this changing? It's all be, right saying, "Oh, be, we don't tolerate because it," because of the element, uh, you know, the, of the fines, uh, it will not. Hamper anyone uh, If it's going to be Like a stadium closure I think that's a bigger deterrent And people will think differently I was over in Firenode Last week Q And prior to kick off A couple of minutes before They'd done a fireworks display On the other side of the stand So as the the people were entering Everybody was in the ground Uh They'd done an unbelievable Fireworks display From outside uh, To basically combat Anything happening Within the Mm. stadium So But we need to get away from it I actually commend the clubs For actually taking action Against people as well Because Quite rightly, there could be someone seriously injured. Um, Hugh, there were obviously people at the game who suggested the club may face a more serious charge for sectarian singing. It was all over the back pages of the newspapers at the Uh weekend. We spoke about it on Saturday. And we said at that point, there's no no real purpose to getting too carried away until such times as we find out if there is a case to answer. And in this instance, there is not as far as UEFA are concerned. Well, uh, Rangers can uh, rest easily then. Uh, but that problem is with us in this city. Don't let anyone pull the wool over your eyes. That problem is very much with us in this city, uh, and both clubs will continue to take a stance against that, and they are doing the right thing. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football.
It's that time of the night In fact we're a bit later than usual But it's Beat the Pundit Your chance to win a signed football And get the bragging rights If you can get the better of Hugh Keevans Or Alex Ray on Beat the Pundit If you want to take part tonight Simple instructions 0141 951 1025 Give us a call Do it before 7 o'clock And you could be playing Beat the Pundit Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans and Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've been looking back On a busy weekend For Scottish football Celtic and Rangers Big winners yesterday If you go back to Saturday Then clearly the big winners were Motherwell Aberdeen getting over the line A share of the spoils At Easter Road And I think the big losers Would be Probably Partick Thistle Q, um, yeah. unless anything else springs to mind. Partick Thistle for those of us who live in the west of Scotland, Hearts for those who live in the east of Scotland. That there is now a C R I S I S at H E A R T S. Yeah, if there's any big talking points that we're not covering off, give us a call. Let us know what you think. 01419511025. Would be keen to hear from you, Partick Thistle fans. When is it going to get any better? That would be the obvious question. And what about any jambos out there? Austin McPhee, surely that was enough to kill his chances of getting the job. That was certainly the opinion we saw on Twitter and on the phones yesterday. We're going to hear from the man himself. And of course, the build up continues. What a week we have in store. It is a full fixture card on Wednesday. If that's not enough for you, we're back again at the weekend with the small matter of a Rangers and Celtic Cup final at Hamden on Sunday. So get in touch on the lines. We will do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. It's Beat the Pundit time, the first of a brand new week. A clean slate for Hugh Keevens and Alex Ray, and one of them is taking on Mark from Greenock. How are you tonight, Mark? Yeah, all good, thanks. All good. Good stuff. Going to toss the coin. I'm going to give you Hugh Keevens to play if it's a heads, and we'll give you Alex Ray to play if it's tails. It's Tails, it's Alex Ray against Mark from Greenock So here's the deal, I'm going to give Alex some Clyde 2 to listen to That way he cannot hear your answers Mark, you have 30 seconds You're head to head with Alex, you can pass Here's your chance to beat the pundit, you ready? Yep Who scored a double for Rangers yesterday? Medellas Who won last year's men's Ballon d'Or? Messi How many league wins does St Johnston have this season? Two Who's the current manager of Barcelona? Pass. What is the nationality of Celtic's Marion Schved? Ukrainian. Who is Motherwell's current top goalscorer this season? Pass. The film or the book The Damned United is based on the career of which football manager? Pass. And which Scottish side play their home games at the Simple Digital Arena? Mm, Hamilton. Okay, let's bring Alex back. Alex, can you hear us? I can, yes. Great, same set of questions to you. You ready? Yep. Who scored a double for Rangers yesterday? Uh, Greg Shaw Who won last year's men's Ballon d'Or? Uh, Messi How many league wins does St Johnson have this season? Two Who is the current manager of Barcelona? Uh, pass What nationality is Celtic's Marion Schved? Uh, Slovakian Who is Motherwell's current top goalscorer this season? Liam O'Donnell The film or the book The Damned United is based on the career of which football manager? Uh, Av Ramsey And which Scottish side play their home games At the Simple Digital Arena uh, Hamilton Okay oh, I've got this terribly wrong <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark What do you think Alex didn't sound too confident No I think I think he put me I think he beat me there 
Do you think so? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it beat me by one or two. Let's find out, shall we? Who scored a double for Rangers yesterday? I, I see where you were going, Mark. If you're going to take a guess, you might as well guess Morelos. But it was actually Greg Stewart. Alex got yeah. it. So he gets off to yeah. a 1 0. Uh, start Who won last year's Men's Ballon d'Or Again you both hedged your bets You went Lionel Messi uh, Luka Modric Might have something To say about it though Because he was the winner Lionel we're flying, Lionel's, Is Lionel winning this year Has that been decided yet Not yet Big uh, Virgil Are you going to clean up Nah Lionel Got to be Christian Dodge <laughs> We'll get on to him later uh, None of you got it How many league wins Does St Johnson have this season It's two You both got that right So it's still 2-1 to Alex Ray The current manager Of Barcelona Is Ernesto Valverde None of you got that 2-1 to Alex Mark equalises Marin Shved is Ukrainian Who is Motherwell's top goal scorer this season? It's Liam Donnelly You said Liam O'Donnell Absolutely no chance I don't know why you're tutting over there in the corner <laughs> Liam Donnelly and Liam O'Donnell are two right, different okay, people okay. So there we go It's still level The film book The Damned United is based on the career of which football manager? Brian Clough Brian Clough Brilliant isn't it? Absolutely oh, brilliant Martin Sheen um, What's his name? Is it Martin Sheen? Mm-hmm, I think so yeah, yeah great. Uh, And which Scottish side Play their home games At the Simple Digital Arena I felt for you Mark here Because I thought It's a bit unfair You've got Mark on the line And you've got Former St Mirren manager Alex Ray Who must know Where his <laughs> office used to be um, But maybe it had A different name back then I was in order Paisley 2020 Or something like that uh, So there we go That uh, is actually St Mirren You both went for Hamilton Ackies which means it's two all and Brilliant. on to extra I'm time happy. we I'm go. Happy you taking that? Are you? Yeah, it's a bad time now. Right, here's the tiebreaker, Mark. This might favour you, but I'm going to ask the question. I'll get Alex Ray to write his answer down, and I'll then invite you to give me your attempt. Okay. Okay. The question is this: How many direct free kicks did Shinsuke Nakamura score for Celtic in competitive games? Alex, if you write your answer down, please. How many direct free kicks did Shinsuke Nakamura score for Celtic in competitive matches? Show me your piece of paper. Okay, and Mark and Greenock, what are you going for? Um, 25 Okay, quite a difference between the two Mark and Greenock has gone for 25 Alex Ray has gone for 10 The answer is 10 I cannot oh. believe he has done that Who knew wow. that Alex Ray was a big Shinsuke Nakamura fan Either that or it was a lucky guess Two free kick experts You want to guys Oh, Mark, listen, there's an element of luck about the, the tiebreaker, I'm afraid. And he's, he's done you on the tiebreaker. Hard lines, Mark. Well played. No worries. <laughs> so brutal, wasn't How good's that for a guess? Well, see, to be perfectly honest, I'm just happy that I've actually got another winner's podium, Hugh, because that wasn't the vintage. See, but it to- toys with you that question, because we all know he was brilliant from free kicks and he scored a lot, but then you think, well, what is a lot? Because it's not I'd as say if pe- two or three a season. People don't oh. bang them in every week. So, phew, there we go. Shunsky is one of my great. Error stories the, the week of the Man United Visit to Celtic Park And I said If Man United Play their best 11 Celtic play their best 11 Man United win Sounds like something you would say Yeah 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 And then Along came Shunsky With this free kick A thing of beauty Yes And That was me Done and dusted I mean It was the anniversary recently I think Wasn't it just a couple of weeks ago And when you see it back the, Oh It's sensational the, the, Unbelievable Technique, anyway, technique And he did it nine other times Absolutely <laughs> You'll never forget that Alex Ray somehow Getting that right on the nose Okay keep the calls coming 01419511025 That's the number we're looking for uh, And if you would rather Get in touch on Twitter Then you can do so At Clyde SSB Any Hearts fans out there Talk to us It might be that you're Viewing this as a form of 
therapy now It's getting so bad And the wait for a new manager is so long But we're here for you Give us a call Get it off your chest 01419511025 Hammered 5-0 yesterday yep. Austin McPhee still in charge The question came up on the show How distracting is it for the players? Does it get to the players? Does it affect their performance? Here's what Austin McPhee had to say I think that the the situation um, is uh, the uncertainty of the situation for for everybody is um, needs managed very carefully. Uh, I think that the longer it goes, um, the the more it can at times you know become an excuse, and and it can also be a reality to to um, to. Maybe at times mean people aren't as focused as they should be on on their performance alone. Hearts fans, what's happening? Talk to us. 01419511025. Hugh. Borderline fiasco now. Uh, if Anne Budge had wanted Austin McPhee to be Hearts manager, he would be Hearts manager by now. She clearly doesn't want him to be Hearts manager. So he's still there yeah. twisting in the wind. And as Alec will tell you, when football clubs have a five or six week period when there is no full-time manager in place, the dressing room can take on elements of the holiday camp about it because players are looking at Austin McPhee and saying, well, he doesn't have authority. He won't be the manager. And things start to slide. And I thought their performance yesterday was consistent with a team whose performance has started to slide in a major way. I think, Gordon, I was just saying there, see when he's saying about the uncertainty has to be managed carefully. Two weeks ago, this guy's saying, you know, my record's this and that. Now it's the uncertainty of the whole situation. It's actually a fiasco and it needs to get sorted, Gordon, because I watched them yesterday and they are at sixes and sevens and they are in serious danger of looking down the way because oh. if St Mirren or St Johnson can get a win, then all of a sudden it's, it's catastrophic for them at this, this present time. We've kind of been here before where when one team puts in a convincing performance if you criticise the other team it's as if uh, don't don't take anything away from Rangers Rangers were clearly clinical Rangers did their job that's fine no one has taken anything yep. away but Alex it's the nature of these harsh performances at the moment and it's like it, it's, there are so many calamitous elements you talked about the goalkeeper the fifth one is the ultimate howler but in actual fact he didn't cover himself in glory with a couple of the yeah. others either uh, you've got Christoph Berra putting through his own net That can happen But three times By the yep. 1st of December yeah. You start to ask questions there and, and you mentioned Sort of tactically Even those who've never really played the game And don't know much yeah. about these things Know that You can't keep A high defensive line If you're not putting pressure on the guy yeah. Who's got the ball so. Yeah without a doubt it was, Gordon it was actually painful You know if, uh, uh, Listen I think the Rangers fans Have been delighted Five goals They were rampant But I was watching Hearts And how disjointed they are You've got young Hickey who made a tremendous start, a lot of good interest in the kid. He's, mm. He looks as if he's struggling as well within it. You look at Berra, who looks as if he's a spent force. And, and I've actually liked Christoph Berra's career. I like what he stands for. He's a winner. And then you look throughout, even Ick Piazu, you know, even though a couple of, well, what, four, six weeks ago, Hugh, he was bringing oh. a physical element to it. He looked desperate, actually. And then you look at the overall performance, it lacked fight, it lacked spirit uh, and character. And you just wonder... Where they're going to go They have to make some sort of move In the mar- uh, manager situation Get the feeling That they are More than keen on The former Barnsley manager uh, But If you're having to Plead Almost With this man to take the job 
I'm not fond of that idea. He should be up here now if mm-hmm. we want to, and uh, he should have been dug out at Ibrooks yesterday. Um, so it's a big call for Anne Budge because they are joint bottom of the table. They have two wins out of 14 league games. They are exhibiting relegation form. There are elements within the side, like Christoph Berra, great servant to the club, but they've got less time in front of them than they have time behind them. And it's not going anywhere at the moment. And the, the appointment has to be right for Anne Budge as well Because it's her credibility at stake here By the way this is not about saying This is Austin McPhee's fault Far from it Because he's, no. he's there he's, he's got a job to do But such is the congested nature Of the fixture list at the moment yep. I mean he'll be in charge on Wednesday it's, well, Of course It's, it's, right, it's yeah. quarter past seven on Monday night They don't you know there is, there is no way that he won't be in charge I mean, Unless Libby, something drastic happens yeah. Livy at Tynecastle on Wednesday Alec I mean it's one thing Getting turned over by Rangers That was inevitable But they're at home to Livy and if they don't take full points there, the fans will be around at the front door. They've only won one game in 12 Livingston as well, Hugh. So, you know, yeah. it's not a team that's coming with a lot of confidence. So, Won't be a classic, is that what you're telling us? Well, send Fraser there and it'll be a nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he managed that at the weekend as well, didn't he? And that didn't look great, I must say, that game at the Tony Macaroni. Anyway, 01419511025. Any Hearts fans out there, talk to us. Uh, this is linked, of course, to Rangers because they played against the Jambos yesterday. David is in Cumbernauld. How are you, David? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you very much. Uh, just wanted to wish all the panel uh, the festive greetings of the season. David, you. you're the first one. I'm happy well, for that. And it's the 2nd of December. We're in that territory. You're the first. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're a very kind man. Uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, Morelos. Um, I'll be turning 29 soon, and I don't think I'm overstating it, but... Um, He's probably amongst the best strikers I've, that I've ever be, played for Rangers in my lifetime. Um, I think he's absolutely immense. He's shown exhibits of world-class nature. Uh, I actually think he reminds me a little bit of a young Tevez. And I just want uh, to ask a panel's thoughts on how far he could go. Can I just tell you something, just some, to let you in on a secret, David? Because I can see the, the facial reactions from the guys. When you said he was a... Probably among the best in your lifetime You're 29 So they both kind of yeah, They nodded Hugh's eyebrow got a little bit higher When you said world class And it, a little bit higher still At Tevez Is that fair? Yeah Yeah I, I do think that You know He's terrific uh, I do think that he Could Be instrumental In giving Rangers A season to remember uh, However Feet on the ground yes. You know uh, You know He's a very good player He'll fetch very good money uh, But let's not get Overly carried away here With the term world class uh, So you know He he will fetch Rangers a lot of money one day uh, And you're entitled at 29 To say he's the best you've seen um, But just just keep your feet on the ground Just but, Listen, it's a personal thing Alex Yes I think a loose definition of world class Has to be would get a game for any team in the world. Is that, is that a sort of fair definition? So that's when I look at world class, I look at Messi, I look at uh, Ronaldo. That's world class to me, Gordon. You, you obviously get top. But they're probably a different planet. Oh, for me, they're world class. You look Lewandowski. You know, good players like that. You know, would you go along with the first part then about? Yeah, I mean, if you're twenty nine, I, 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 I take his point on board. Thirty goals last year. Uh, currently on twenty six this year. I look at that and I think that's impressive. Now. You just wonder where this guy can go, Gordon. Now, if he does eventually get the move that he's kind of oft, often says he wants to go to a bigger league, maybe England or so, if he scored the goals in the manner what he's got to doing at the moment, 
Then you can see him going to another level uh, But to get to world class It's a, a, a good few promotions uh, For my money Right David They're not having it Come on You're going to have to win them over <laughs> Well actually It hurts me to say That Isma Is the best player That I've seen Because um, I'm, I was always really fond of uh, Dado Parcel When I was uh, very young And um, To say that About Morelos uh, it, it breaks my heart almost But he is He's so He's got everything in his locker yet there. Uh, he's still a young man yet. I feel like all he needs is like a, a, a more um, expensive team around him. And I've, I really don't see anything in his game where he couldn't go on to be like one of the best players in the world. I really do think that. Well, if he is going to make that leap, then he'll go to a bigger country, a bigger league, and they'll have to show that he can live with what's uh, available there. Uh, as I say, he is an absolute godsend to Rangers uh, He may have a memorable season ahead of him He could be what makes the material difference Between Rangers winning the league and not winning the league But I repeat, let's just keep your feet on the ground uh, He is not world class If he were to go to Spain, Germany, France, Italy, England uh, And... Compete with the Man Cities of this world And the Liverpools of this world uh, We'll see how he gets on then And then we'll begin to talk about it If he does well at that level mm-hmm. But not at the moment World class, not at the moment So you're saying he's a great player But he's not a world class player he's a, he's a very, very good player in Scotland He's progressing nicely Hugh When you think about his game When he first arrived He was running offside yeah. and so forth And when you look from the last couple Two and a half years, three years He has now Taking his game to a, a better level mm. And it's just a uh, The curiosity will be If he can continue to yeah. do that yeah. in, in the place where we live He is exceptional And outstanding In the world He doesn't amount to much We Have Been talking about Austin McPhee Just leading into David's yes. call John Steele says Hearts form They're in free fall At this stage Absolutely. They need someone with experience Someone that knows the club Maybe Craig Levine could step down from the boardroom and back into the dugout. Oh. Going back to Ann Budgie's uh, comments, experienced and high profile. High profile. That was she promised uh, yeah. uh, from the off. And uh, incidentally, that doesn't apply to the former Barnsley manager. You know, absolutely. Uh, the, the high profile, but uh, but if she remains convinced that he is the man and he can do the job, then. It's her mm. judgment that's on the line at that point. David's gone before he even got the chance to return his festive greetings. We'll do it another time. Thank you to David and Cumbernauld. 01419511025 in the phones. At Clyde SSB on Twitter. We've got a good full-time teaser for you. I'm going to give you a bit of a clue. You're looking for 12 players. Oh. Right. It's got a bit of a cup final theme for this weekend. And it's got a bit of an international theme as well A few things mixed in Get your pen and paper ready yes. And we'll give you the question next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray here with me Gordon Duncan And it's time for them to tackle tonight's full-time teaser The good thing about this question Is you can play along as well Because I know loads of you We'll get these answers right before Hugh and Alex That's just the reality You can call it disrespectful It's just the truth I call it accuracy (laughs) Uh, Fulltime at Clyde1.com by the way If you want to hear your questions used on the show in the future The address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com For instance this one's been sent in from Mikey Burns Thank you to Mikey And the great thing about it is If there's any 
Sure there's inquiries Any inaccuracies You just blame Mikey Don't blame me Don't yeah. blame us Just blame Mikey So he says Since 2000 11 England internationals Have played for Celtic Or Rangers But it does not include The current players So You can change the wording around Since 2000 11 players have played for Celtic Or Rangers And have been capped for England At some point But it doesn't include Current players Joey Barton Joey Barton Yes How many England caps Do you think you got I'll say three One Yeah I knew it was low uh, um, Fraser Forster Does not include Current players oh. Alan Thompson It's only usually Gordon Diel I have to repeat The last yeah, yeah, to yeah, five yeah. times Alan uh, Thompson Yes Alan Thanks Thompson Chris Sutton got One cap Uh huh mm. um, Since 2000 So just to be clear The England cap May well have come Before 2000 but the appearing for Celtic or Rangers didn't uh-huh. Silence yeah, Ominous silence Alright we can leave it there That's not too bad a start I've seen worse Especially from you two You've got three already <laughs> Since 2011 England internationals Have played for Celtic Or Rangers Doesn't include current players You've got Joey Barton Alan Thompson And Chris Sutton so far So three down Eight to get You can play along on Twitter Get your answers over at Clyde SSB Let's speak to Craig From Edinburgh As a Hearts fan <sighs> Try and sum it up for us at the moment Craig How are you feeling about the whole situation? Well I agree with what you guys have been saying about it It's, it's a fast a fiasco just now But Gordon you, you said earlier That Austin McPhee Isn't to blame for the situation just now Which I partially agree with But you know, to me, I think Austin McPhee has to be held accountable for what, what's happened recently. But going back further, Craig Levine has obviously had a, a massive influence in the club and, and probably still does. So you know, any any high-profile manager that's been linked with the job has quickly been quickly been squashed. And Austin McPhee seemed to at first be be quite happy to to state his credentials, and now uh, there, there's just there, there's no sign of improvement at all. I think that that. Craig Levine probably has quite a lot to do with that because otherwise there would be more high-profile managers surely wanting to come to the job. All, all the players that have been at the club say that it's, it's a massive club, but it just seems to be radio silence just now on anything that's going on. So I just wondered your thoughts on it. It is strongly disputed that Craig Levine has anything to do with anything now. Uh, I think it was wrong to put Craig in this position where he is still at the club but has no... Role to play uh, Where the first team is concerned uh, However he, he will leave the club At the end of the season I can't imagine That he is part of the decision making process Where the, the new manager is concerned uh, Austin McPhee Nice man But his credentials for the job Have vanished uh, Particularly on the back of the last two games 3-0 at Kilmarnock 5-0 at Ibrooks, 8-0 in aggregate Not a good look uh, Anne Budge is on trial here And she has been terrific for the club Because she came in and she got hearts back On a solid footing After the uh, Fiasco of years gone by So she is not to be criticised She put her money where Literally where her heart was uh, But this is a big call for her She has to get it right because Everything is wrong with Hearts at the moment the, the the players individually are not giving of their best The team collectively is joint bottom of the table They are drifting And they are drifting from one defeat to another And you know, 
Craig, that on Wednesday against Livingston, if anything goes wrong there, you know the reaction of the Hearts supporters. It's now beginning to look like indecision on the part of the club rather than taking their time. Absolutely, and I think, uh, in all honesty, I think the base we can hope for at this stage is probably a draw against Livingston, and I think that's, that shows exactly where the club is just now, and what you said is right about Anne Budge. I mean, no doubt she saved the club, and she's got a lot to be to be proud of, but to say that, that you know Craig Levine that's disputed that it has anything to do with the club, why would he still be there? It, just, it doesn't make any sense at all. For, there's obviously something putting managers off, but and I think it has to be something to do with that because otherwise there would be more people in for it, more people linked to it, and more progress made. I think Craig that they've actually uh, interviewed numerous people for the post. Uh, you know, it's been reported as well uh, that there has been. And uh, you said that a couple. Do, do of you know that as in it's got to interview stage, or are you talking about the, well, just the contact? The people, the people that's actually been interviewed. Uh, you know, I think um, Neil McCann's been interviewed. There was. Uh, uh, Cottrell was interviewed uh, Rumours of Stuart McCall Stuart McCall yeah. so I think there's been a, Listen I think it would be Neglect if they have not Interviewed on, over the piece For five weeks You know The time's pressing When you've got a Hearts fan Coming on this programme And saying We would settle for a point Against a team who's won One in, one game In 13 against Livingston There's something badly wrong there Hugh Craig As a matter of interest Who would you like to see Get the job? Honestly I, th- I think somebody Like Maybe Sanchez Flores. He, he's recently coming up, so, so someone like that. You know, That's to me, because, to me, I know it is, but you've got you've got to be, don't you? So I mean, for something like when when she said high profile and experience, you can rule out quite a lot of managers from that. So if you if you're going by the criteria of high profile and experience, there's not a lot that meet it, and there's even less that would be willing to take the job on. So at this stage, I think they've dragged it on so long that that they're, they're really. Diminishing the hopes of getting somebody high profile and experienced Well, the, the one thing I can guarantee you When Hearts call their press conference And tell the, the press to assemble at Tynecastle, The guy who walks in the door had better be a good one Because immediately You have an image problem If, if it's someone that makes the supporters go What? So it, it'll have to be a very good appointment now It's gone on so long You can't leave supporters saying What you waited all this time And you gave us him mm. So it's got to be A really good mm. appointment now uh, Craig we keep hearing that Whoever the new manager will be Has good players to work with And, and people rhyme them off Stephen Naismith And Jamie Walker Craig Halkett What about the squad at the moment How are they performing How much blame d- Do the players have to take I think there's definitely an element of blame with the players, but I just think that you've got to look at Austin McSee and think, if, you, if you've got such a good squad of players, why can't you maximise it? He's obviously not a, a great man-manager from the results that, he, that he's got. There was that bump when Levine went, but he's, he's, not, he's not sustained it at all. So I think that, you know, that yes, it's a, it's a good squad and it could definitely, they could definitely improve it in, in January, but the, to, to try and climb up the table again and hopefully get top six, but if they don't get the right man Then the the chances of that are slim to none Okay we'll leave it there Thank you very much to Craig in Edinburgh This is going to rumble on Craig So get in touch with us again Keep in touch and let us know what you're making of it As it goes along 01419511025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB um, Let's 
go back to the fo- No in fact let's check in on the teaser Sorry just while we're, we're doing that Mikey Burns says Since 2011 England internationals Have played for Celtic or Rangers It doesn't include current players um, When I say since 2000 It's the 2000-2001 season Just oh, to yeah, be clear yeah. Okay Should have clarified that earlier on We've we both written down the same name here You've got Joey Barton Alan Thompson Chris Sutton so far And we've both written down Michael Ball Great shout Well done I thought you um, might struggle with that one Jeffers Franny Jeffers mm-hmm. Is he there? Yeah Oh lovely One uh, England cap What about Echeog? Brilliant Well done um, All right, Alan can... Stubbs? No Okay oh. We'll leave it there Michael Ball Francis Jeffers Ugi Echeog Joey Barton Alan Thompson Chris Sutton What's that? Six down Five to go We'll leave it there Let's speak to James and Paisley Hi James Hi guys How are you doing? Good James. Thank you James I just wanted to speak to you. I know, I know you were talking a minute ago there, Gordon, about when a, when a team gets a really bad result when it's hard to take the shine away from the team that got a great result, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but see, but I was at Ibrox yesterday and I, and, I, and I hate saying it, but I didn't think Rangers were all that, you know? I, I thought, I know, I know we're jetlagging that, but the hearts were dire yesterday. They were so, and I just wanted um, Alex's thoughts on how Steven Gerrard could keep them grounded for this week because this week is massive, massive this week. Yeah, and I, th- and I think that's one of the things um, that Stephen Gerrard speaks about. I think when you look back to last year, I think there was a level of inconsistency with Rangers. You know, they've gone three or four games and then they would lose a game or draw a game. I just see a team that's kind of in that winning mentality. Again, I keep emphasising how difficult it is to go to Pataudry regardless. Now, uh, it may not well be the Aberdeen team of last year, but what I will tell you is they've actually won four out of the last five and drawn the other one so they're actually in a good place at the moment Aberdeen they've got a striker who is firing and then you know one thing for certain when you go to Aberdeen they, their fans are very hostile and the, the Rangers players will be in for it and I'm sure McKenna Considine and so forth they will be trying to wind up Morelos and, uh, but it's such an important game because it's important that they continue with this form and then obviously taking that into the cup final, but they have to focus on Wednesday night first and foremost. What do you mean by that, James? Are you talking about this idea that just because Rangers won five nil, you hope that Stephen Gerrard's still underlining the fact that there's plenty of room for improvement, basically ahead of Sunday? No, I'm, I'm under the illusion that Stephen Gerrard's got it. It's the players. Like we've seen it last year. I know it's not been a repeat this year, but last year it was so common where we would get a brilliant result, a result, i.e. the, the, the two old firms at Ibrox, and then in the games after. They were just they, it got to them, and but this week it just can't get to them. They've been so amazing all, all season for me to watch, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the other Rangers fans would say the same. And it would be so disappointing if it was at this moment that it all crept back in. If, if that makes sense. See, I, I can understand James and other supporters hyperventilating uh, over a league match at Petardry and then a cup final against their greatest rivals, uh, but. They're professional players they're, They've acquitted themselves very well Domestically and in European football They are more than aware Of the importance of the week Both in terms of the league game And the cup final So I don't think players have to be told anything They know that this is a club Without a major trophy for more years than supporters can bear to think about the, So I don't think there's any problem with temperament Sure, one of the articles I read this morning was saying about how well Rangers and Celtic have done to this season Both mm. of them are on the same amount of points, more or less the same goal difference uh, Both at the top of the their Europa League group yep. stage, Celtic's qualified and they're into a cup final 
one week from now yep. the wheels would have come off for one of them because of and it's really one game but you know because of where we live the yeah. scrutiny the, you know the, the bottle the whole shooting match will all come into question supporters see it in a different light and I'm not criticising them for that They pay their money When they go to the football We stand here and talk about it They pay their money And big money it is too But Stephen Gerrard and Neil Lennon Have been wonderful this season Both domestically and in Europe But on Sunday night at 5 o'clock Someone will come on here And accuse Stephen Gerrard or Neil Lennon Of being a clueless waste of space that is just the nature of the beast uh, James, how would you like to see Stephen Gerrard use the squad over the next two games? Well, I heard you talking earlier about um, Morelos has got to start on, on, on Wednesday I'm not so sure That's the truth, I'm not so sure I think if the four is above 90% I think he might start You know, I, I know it's easy to go Morelos But there's always that chance And Aribo seems to I was disappointed by Aribo I was at the Motherwell game at Ibrox And I thought he just didn't want to be there He wasn't interested in it at all But since then he seems to be He seems to throw himself about a bit and he, and he likes to have the ball, you know Yeah, I'll come back to the Morelos point I think he's an absolute stick on to play I, I actually get my stats wrong Which disappoints me, Gordon Allen. I think it's 11, 11 and 10 uh, You know, in terms of the way he's playing If you've got a striker who is On the form that he's playing uh, The impact he's having in the team uh, he is driving the team forward Hugh. I said last week Over in Feyenoord When he's looking at That skill on his face He makes all the difference He drives people forward And he uh-huh. drags the people behind him You've got to play him On Wednesday and, no, and the thing is You can run the risk Of turning your ankle On the training ground yeah. So you have to play him Because the importance Of the league also If you handed your team sheet in To Derek McInnes And Derek McInnes Saw that Morelos Was not the starting 11 He would think Great yeah, but I don't think anyone's Doubting that James is just Prioritising Sunday um, I'm afraid that in the modern day The players of Celtic and Rangers Just have to go on with it Cup football A title to be won European mm. football They just have to go on with it And handle the fact that Both of them need to win on Wednesday night Imagine going into that game On Sunday On the back of a defeat On Wednesday night It, it does it, not bear thinking about For the Celtic it, or Rangers supporters Jermaine Defoe not an able deputy I repeat, if Derek McKenna sees the team sheet and Morelos is not in the starting 11, he will think, that would be me. Okay, thank you very much, James and Paisley. Good man, thanks for the call. Mikey Burns is another good man because he sent tonight's full-time teaser in. He says, since the 2000-2001 season, 11 England internationals have played for Celtic or Rangers. It doesn't include the current players, so that means you've got Michael Ball, Francis Jeffers, Ugo Egeog, Joey Barton, Alan Thompson, Chris Sutton. Six down, five to go. Oh. oh, sorry, I thought we were going to a break there after well, your earphones. We, we, will, off, uh, we will uh, once you give me a couple of answers. <laughs> well, listen, I think you may have to wait. I, I genuinely, do you I want some thinking time? Yeah, I do. Right. Yeah, we'll absolutely. get the rest of those answers next. Got a break now? <laughs> sure. Right, okay. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevens and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super mm. Scoreboard. Another busy week, not quite a European week. They're no. always the busy ones, but we have taken a bit of a break from the European action. That returns next week, but nevertheless, 
As you well know Both Rangers and Celtic Aiming to progress Celtic already through Rangers looking to join them We've been there Every step of the way Thanks to our friends At Labrooks Teaming up To bring you the coverage Of both sides Home and away Throughout the campaign At Clyde SSB uh, On Twitter And at Clyde1.com Now to celebrate Clyde1's coverage Of Celtic and Rangers In Europe With Ladbrokes We're giving you The chance to win A nice prize Because we like to be Generous yeah. at this time of year So if you go to Clyde1.com You'll find there The chance to win yourself A stunning home Entertainment system Hugh Keevans You wouldn't know How to work it So it's a yeah. good job You can't take part But go to Clyde1.com On tonight's teaser Mikey Burns says Since 2000-2001 season 11 England internationals Have played for Celtic Or Rangers And it does not include Former players So Michael Ball Francis Jeffers Ugo Egeog Joey Barton Alan Thompson Chris Sutton Dion Dobler Great shout Well done I've got a few names here Clint Hill Nope Lee Naylor Nope Lee Martin No Rod Wallace No Calton Cole Yes Carlton Cole Remember him He was at the Ronnie Dyla yes. era uh, So what are we looking for now then? Three to go I'll give you I don't think this will necessarily help you But just for reference You've got two more Celtic And one more Rangers to go Well that really helps me Yeah uh, What else jumped out at you at the weekend Hugh Trying to think of the, the, the points we've not covered That we potentially should What about Motherwell Can't believe yeah. you didn't, None of you gave them The result of the weekend A 4-0 home victory Without no, even playing Particularly you know, well the, the, There are two sides To every story And that applies To the Motherwell game Because uh, All credit to them uh, According to Stephen Robinson Didn't play very well But won 4-0 On the other side Of the coin The darker Depressing side Of the coin That's the fourth time This season That St Johnson Have lost four Or more goals In a league game They are Toiling and they, you know, they don't have the ability to go out and bring in a lot of players in the January transfer window. They are toiling, and for the first time in years, uh, you, you have your concerns about them. Thirty-three goals conceded, mm. Gordon, which is a remarkable amount for yeah. fourteen games. I'm fascinated by the reaction to, to the model game. It started off coming from Stephen Robinson because we're not there, Alex, on a Saturday, yes. as you well know. We, we don't see it. Um, I drove home from the show As soon as I got out of the car Met one of my neighbours Walking the dog And he said ah, I was there ah, yeah, Wasn't he great you know, I'm not sure And Devante Cole I'm, I'm not sure if he's the man straight, yep. you know, He says I don't know I think we need another striker Polworth's been a bit off it And uh, then I met some of my friends On Saturday night They thought oh, First half was terrible They were saying ah, I'm not sure We weren't great yep. um, So you've got to sort of trust that But I mean Watching the highlights back There seemed to be enough Positives Devante yeah. Cole Whether he was great all round or not Gets another good goal He yeah. took it well It was a good jump Jermaine Hilton seemed to cause a lot of Trouble uh, Down the flanks as well So if you're Stephen Robinson With that points total At this stage of the season You'll be delighted Absolutely delighted When you consider the turnaround In the summer I, I actually like What uh, they're doing at Motherwell I like the flair They're playing a different style They've got Polworth And what I like about it as well The recruitment Polworth has been a revelation What did we say at the weekend Was it 11 assists or something yeah. And then there was also You've got uh, Liam Donnelly In the middle of the park Who scored <laughs> goals Didn't get that I, one in I the also like the way Manzina uh, Stuck away his goal Yeah yes. a Very tidy finish Yeah I looked, I looked at him For uh, but the, the goal Meanwhile The kings of Mary Hill Are <laughs> toiling as well You know that, That's a They lost a player And a goal Within five minutes Red card Goal what, Bad what start. Is it, Sorry What is the European places This year Gordon like Top four uh, if Motherwell got in that top four It would be an absolutely mm. sensational season yeah. I'll tell you what Let's park that Because we're yes. going to squeeze in one more call David's in Wisher Hi David Hi David Thanks God for taking my, my call hey, Alex it's, it's mostly you I want to talk to a Celtic fan Now The cup final on Sunday Is a big yes. game 
But I think it's a big game more for Rangers than it is Celtic. Now, mm. if, if Celtic turn up, I think Celtic will go into one, maybe two, three, nothing. Now, if Celtic turn up, obviously it'll be a different score. But Morelos, now, Morelos is a good player. He's a good, he definitely has. And uh, between him and Edward, I think Edward just touches it. I've got to say, I'm a Celtic supporter. But I don't think Morelos will handle Sunday. He's been quiet for the last two or three months, right? Now, I think, I think he may, may cause Rangers problem to get, get put off. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is Dave King, eh, when, he was leave, when he said he was leaving next year, he said he must win a, a trophy, right? But I think the pressure is on Rangers on Sunday. And they'll say, if Celtic turn up, I think Celtic yeah. will win it. What's your opinion? I, I, I just think it's equal pressure on both teams uh, Purely for the point of view As Neil's having to continue From winning nine consecutive trophies Steven Gerrard hasn't won any And as we said earlier on in the programme David, to you and myself When it comes to this programme next week Whoever doesn't get a trophy Will get absolutely battered It'll oh. be tactically in the whole shooting match And when you actually step back the Both of them have actually had a brilliant start to the season But when you're talking about winning silverware you get the bragging rights and so forth. Uh, and, and your point about Morelos, listen, I think he, uh, there's always a potential that he can kick off, but I think he's, uh, his discipline this year has been exceptional. And he seems to be in control of that at the moment. Sunday is all about symbolism. If Celtic win and it's their 10th domestic trophy in a row, it will be symbolic of Glasgow being green and white in the eye, or in the eyes of their supporters. Do you think now, if, if, if Rangers do not, hypothetically, if Rangers do not win on Sunday, what kind of dent does that put on the Rangers? Well, again, that's why I say it would be symbolic of Celtic believing that their domination, 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 domination continues, yeah. <laughs> continues. Uh, if Rangers win, it will be symbolic for the Rangers supporters of Celtic's absolute domination Having come to an end And they will then look forward to Celtic Park And the league match On the 28th of December And they'll begin to dream of a league title So it's it's a big, big day for both There is no one under greater pressure Than the other one It's a fair question David I like that I like getting into the mm. psychology of it all Stay in touch after the game Let us know what you made of it 01419511025 That's us for tonight though On the phones Take it down if you want to give us a shout tomorrow Only one piece of business left That's to round <laughs> off tonight's teaser Mikey Burns says Since the 2000-2001 season 11 England internationals have played for Celtic or Rangers It does not include current players Go for it You've got Michael Ball Francis Jeffers Ugo Egeog Joey Barton Alan Thompson Chris Sutton Dion Dublin Carlton Cole uh, was the Tommy, Tommy Johnson Was he No uh, No right okay I just think the players Doing south I'm struggling now Mikey's in touch Because Mikey's original question Had a few more answers in it And included really? all, uh, the, the current players yes. But 14's too many For you two So I had to just Absolutely. trim it And okay, I, I do feel good. bad Because John Flanagan's An outstanding Do you know he's got A Scotland cap yeah, uh, An England cap Yeah It was great So anyway He's not one You'll get three to get quick We, we are in the market for yeah. initials now Right okay The Rangers won a striker His English team Mainly Was Southampton Beattie uh, Yes James Beattie The English one uh, Alex I wonder if you played With one of these guys I don't know if you did But I'm, I'm thinking There might be a Sunderland link A Sunderland connection uh... Initials Michael Gray Oh Mickey Gray Michael Gray uh, What about 
Similar type of signing Left footed This one would be most associated Down the road with Leicester Stevie Steve Guppy Guppy, Brilliant shoe A wee double team They're beautiful There we go You got there in the end Thank you Hugh Kevens And Alex Ray What a week it's going to be As we build up to this cup final With the small matter Of a full fixture card On Wednesday as well So we'd love for you to join us Throughout Callum Gallagher is up next And I'm back from 6 tomorrow With Roger Hanna And Gordon Deal Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.